0: We left our beautiful life that we had with our beautiful two sons, and we just decided this was the best thing for us, just to get on the road and drive from Maine to Argentina to connect your home birth, Maine, to Argentina, my home birth.
1: Told from the Road is Season 1 of the Rewilding Parenthood podcast. Welcome. This is our first episode and we're so happy to have you listening. We are recording this from the road, so please bear in mind that while you're listening. However, this episode is a little bit different than our typical episodes. Instead of interviewing other families, we've decided to interview ourselves to give you a sense of a couple things. First, what rewilding parenthood is. Second, why we decided to launch this podcast. And three, our story as to why we decided to leave our home, everything we had to move into a 1978 German fire truck and hit the road across the country and potentially Central and South America. Welcome. So this week's episode is a little bit different. Instead of interviewing another family, I am interviewing my beautiful wife, Sophie, and she is interviewing me to share our story about how we moved from working a nine to five, living the lifestyle that we thought we were supposed to live, to living in a converted 1978 German emergency vehicle, which is bright orange and ridiculous. And we are now driving across the country en route from Maine to Argentina. We've spent about two and a half months on the road. We are finally feel like we're hitting our groove, and it's been really challenging, really amazing. We feel better than we felt in a long time, but we've also been pushed to our limits in ways that neither of us expected before we left on this journey. So we're excited to share how we got here and what rewilding parenthood is all about.
0: Yeah, so I think we want to start sharing why we are doing this and why we are right now sharing our story with our two kids and dog at sleep right now. Anyway, I think it's really important for us to share how we got here so you get an idea of why we're doing this and why we're doing this podcast and why we're interviewing all these different families. So yeah, why we're living in a van in such a small space with our two kids and a dog driving around the country.
1: Well, I think this is like the sixth or seventh van I've ever owned in my life. I've driven vans from the moment I turned 16 through to like getting paid to drive vans around Japan with people in the back as I merged onto the wrong side of highways or had baggage blow off the roof. I'm very comfortable behind the steering wheel (laughs) and somehow have made a life out of doing this. This is only
0: my second one.
1: This was not my goal in life, but it feels strangely comfortable.
0: Well, let's get a little bit more real. You know, you quit your job from nine to five. We left our beautiful life that we had in Portland, Maine, with our beautiful two sons. And, you know, we had this community of friends that they were really amazing. And they gave us a lot. And one day to another one, just decided this was the best thing for us to get on the road and drive from Maine to Argentina to connect, you know, your path with my path, connect your home birth, Maine, to Argentina, my home birth.
1: It was important for us. We had made a promise before he was even born that by the time Alfonso turned three, we would leave wherever we settled and do something different. And that point was coming close. And our lives from the outside in looked perfect, but from the inside out were hell. Our relationship was on the brink of divorce. I was not happy with myself personally. I gave up on so many goals. We were living in an amazing place, but we just couldn't make it work for ourselves. We, we just really, every day was a struggle. And it took me a long time to really listen and hear what Sophie was saying. I really thought that success was what we had. I had a great job. Um, It was super engaging. I worked with a great team producing experiences, films, events, all kinds of things. And Sophie was doing photography and filmmaking. I mean, one of our first gigs together, we got paid to fly to San Francisco to go film Ryan Tater, a, a photographer, a surf photographer out of there and a story about fatherhood. And we were young parents at the time. I think Alfonso might have been six months old, and we took him with us on that trip and made it happen. And we rented a VW. The transmission blew at eleven o'clock at night on the first night of the trip. We figured that out, no problem. Went on and um, you know, made the trip work. And so life was pretty damn good. But at the same time, it was also a little bit hollow. We both knew deep down that we weren't leading the lives that we wanted, and we had given up on big parts of ourselves that were so important to us before we had moved to Maine.
0: Yeah. So we were, before that, we were living, just a little short story about we were living in New Zealand, where we both felt that we had pretty awesome life there pretty much we could do whatever we wanted but we were also single well we had each other but <laughs> you know you were snowboarding a lot of the time and working and doing a lot of traveling and I was traveling too and we we're both really connected to the outdoors and you know to what we wanted at a time and then when we had our first child we were like how do we do this at least me, I was like, how do we keep having this awesome life with Alfonso, with our kid? And, you know, I think Colin was a bit more like, no, but, you know, this is what we're supposed to do now.
1: Yeah. And, that, you know, to me, that was the definition of success that was passed on to me through the American dream. You go to college, you go and explore the world, you meet a beautiful woman, you get married, you have a family, you have a good job, you buy a house, you get a mortgage, you go into debt, you buy life insurance, then buy another house, you blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And so we started on this path. And I thought that this is what we were supposed to do. And I took comfort in the fact that we were taking all those steps. And I was proud of myself at like, hey, look at me, I just gave up this really interesting life. And like, Now I'm on the path to success and we've got a house and look at how hard we worked. And basically we were on that path.
0: Yes. And I basically was really upset with Colin because I was like, hey, we used to have these awesome life and what happened to you like colin used to like snowboard a lot and he used to be like part of this snowboarding circuit he used to pretty much get paid to go snowboarding and and then he just gave it up and i was just like what happened to you basically we got to a point where he's like okay, let's just go traveling, rediscover who do we want to be as a family, and let's just do something that we feel like we are more connected to. And yeah, you know, we like started throwing ideas of things we could do. And then all of a sudden, we were like, why we don't just drive from Maine to Argentina? It wasn't like something that we talked for like a whole year. It was just like... I think a conversation in the car coming back from like a ski trip. I don't know what it was, but we were like, okay, sure, let's do it. So we we decided we were going to do this and that felt really good. And after we decided we were going to drive from Maine to Argentina, we started feeling more connected to each other. And we felt like we started working together on something that felt good and really scary. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was terrifying to give up all forms of security for a dream, especially at a time when I felt more responsible in general for more lives than I ever had to be responsible for. And it was terrifying to, to give up my senses of security to move into a van in a way that I'd never done before. However, we had worked incredibly hard the past four years or so in Portland, Maine to set up, you know, security systems around us to be able to afford this lifestyle. And we wouldn't have been able to do this unless we had worked that hard and sacrificed so much and really, you know, had a a dream and executed on it.
0: Yeah, I think the important thing about this, and this is why we're doing and recording this podcast, is because we were unhappy with the lifestyle we were having, not because we thought it was the wrong thing to do. It was just the wrong thing for us And we're doing this trip that is amazing, but it's also really hard to rediscover ourselves as a family and to feel more connected to a way of living that we feel is closest to what we want to be, you know, connected to the outdoors. And I think for me personally, I wanted Colin to be around the kids and help me to raise them, where before he was like... Working all the time, or I don't know, working on the house or at his job, and he wasn't around really. And I think it's been really nice to have him be part of us, you know. I think when we had our first kid, Alfonso, and myself personally, I was like, I felt like something was wrong. We had this awesome life, like, why we can't just not go and do all these things? And I felt like you were like, well, we have a kid now, and we have a mortgage, and we have all this. And, you know, I was like, okay, let's go back to New Zealand, and let's just go there. You know, Colleen and I, we met there, and that's where I felt like we had to go to kind of like reconnect ourselves. So we booked this trip to New Zealand and...
1: It was right before Alfonso turned two, so we were able to squeak in by only buying two (laughs) airplane tickets. Um, always, you know, sacrificing here to save the dollars. And we also convinced a handful of brands to get on board with us and and support our trip so we could um, make a little bit of extra money and get some sweet gear on the way. We also found a family to move into our house to pay our mortgage and part of our, you know, our way along on that trip so I think we came out net positive on that trip in financially which is rare for a trip to New Zealand because it costs so much money but it was a really important trip for us and and we
0: I think before we left we we were just thinking about all these ideas that we wanted to do you know during this trip
1: like combined Sophie's photography and filmmaking skills with
0: my production
1: skills and ways in which we could
0: convince these brands to be like hey parenthood is actually cool and we can actually do really cool things as a family and we are just like tired of living this lifestyle we
1: we just wanted to do something different we wanted to do more and we wanted to show that we could do what we used to do individually we could do it as a family and there is value to the story there And we wanted to tell that story in a way that would connect with other families and inspire other families to take the next step for themselves.
0: Yeah, and also I think it was important to find that other families were like challenging themselves in the outdoors. They do like overnight trips with their kids and like they go like kayaking or canoeing or they do like, I don't know, all sorts of different things in the outdoors that it felt like, wow, we can do this. So, this trip to New Zealand was really important for us. And I think that's where, you know, we started to realize that we could actually have this lifestyle that we used to have. But now we just need to relearn how to have this lifestyle with our kids. Obviously, you know, things are going to be different because having kids you move like slow, they cry, they scream. You just never know. It was a it was a big turning
1: point for us and we we really harnessed what we learned there and came back to Maine re inspired and started to live more truly to ourselves, whether it was, you know, we we found a boat and started going on these boat adventures in the summer, going out to the beautiful Casco Bay Islands or towing our boat up to Bar Harbor, Maine and throwing it in and, you know, learning a new experience together as a family. And that was really important. And... All these things, That slowly but surely we got the courage up to this point as to when we decided to leave everything behind and head off on this new adventure. And before we left, we knew that this trip would be meaningful for ourselves. But between the two of us, we've been fortunate enough to travel a large part of the globe and neither of us really felt like we needed to see anything more. This trip is not for us to go and see um, Carlsbad Caverns or the White Sands or the coast of California again or Mexico again. It's not for that. We've been there. We've done that. It's for us to do it as a family, to spend the time together as a family, to reconnect as a family, to bond as a family. Those are all very important. But before we both left, we knew that we wanted to make it bigger than ourselves. And the way that we thought we could do this is by connecting with and sharing other family stories.
0: Sharing other people's stories of how they are living a lifestyle that they are true to what they want to be living. You know, it doesn't matter if it's like going on an international trip or like living, you know, in a city and having the nine to five
1: casual work. So what we knew before we left is that we were in the 99.9 percentile of crazy families that would actually give up all the security systems and move into a van and just bet on them themselves to go and do this. Not a lot of people would do this, except for those of you who are listening, because we know there's a part of you that wants to do this. So... Um, we encourage you to do this, but the average person with the average family, we don't encourage you to do this because it's r- really hard and I'm sure it's not comfortable.
0: It's not. Right? <laughs> it's
1: definitely not comfortable. <laughs> but anyways, we felt like we were inspired by so many other families to get us to this point, whether it was our friends in Portland, Maine, who we learned from, whether it was our families who we grew up with, or if it was the people that we were connecting with over Instagram who were on these trips around the world, whether it was sailing around the world or overlanding or, you know, even homeschooling. You know, our first landlords at home, they had three beautiful boys that they were homeschooled and and we learned so much from them. And so we, our eyes were just fully open to these alternative forms of lifestyles. And between Sophie's photography and filmmaking skills and my production skills, we felt like we wanted to make this journey more than ourselves by bringing in and harnessing the power of other people. And that's really what rewilding parenthood is all about. It's not about moving into a van and quitting your job and hitting the road. It's about discovering what's most important for you individually, what's important for you as a family, and how you can take those steps to get there. And we don't care if those steps are, you know, buying a van and moving into it or finding your dream job in New York City and making that happen and making the time for your family to do X, Y, and Z. Whatever is most important to you guys, those are the stories that we want to tell here on Rewilding Parenthood.
0: Yes, I think something that is also important is how when you become a parent, you just all that time that you used to have to, you know, to go and do the things that make you happy and that you love you just don't have that time anymore and then you just like oh i can't go surfing anymore or i can't just go and do the thing that i really love because i just have i just have a kid and i need to work and i need to do all the things And I think along these years that we have been connecting with other families and parents, it was inspiring to see how a lot of families still, like, make the time to do all the things that they love. And we're like, how do you guys do that? Like, how can you make it work? We're like, Colin haven't, like, gone surfing (laughs) a whole year, you know? So I think it's really important, you know, to regroup as a family and to learn, relearn how to be a family now and how to make space to do what it make you happy as an individual and what it make you happy as a family?
1: Absolutely. And this first couple months on the road, we have been closer than we have been potentially ever. We literally spend every minute together, so making space for each other is really difficult unless either of us gets kicked out of the van by the other. But this is the way that Sophie and I operate. We try to take things to extremes to learn from them, which we don't recommend. But it's working for us. And you know, today, for example, you know, I could tell Sophie just needed some space and we were at Home Depot. So I took both the boys in. And then what do you know, Alfonso needs to go to the bathroom? And then here and there we're, you know, 45 minutes later, I've made space for Sophie to have some time for herself when she really needed it. And had I been at home, she would have had the two kids and that just couldn't have happened. So we've been closer than we ever have been on this trip. We're literally spending every minute of every day with each other. So making space is super challenging and also super easy. And that's the beauty of our trip and what we're doing now. But we're also connecting with and meeting so many other families and learning from them. And that's the point of this podcast. So this was episode one of season one of the Rewilding Parenthood podcast. It's called Told From the Road and it's a grip of families that we've met in our journeys thus far. Next up, we're going to be hearing from Gavin Noble in Gainesville, Florida. He's a stay-at-home dad who homeschools his two beautiful children in French, and he's growing a food forest at the back of their new home and creating a retreat for themselves and the many other families they invite to share for their bounty. We met Gavin uh, by way of Instagram because he reached out to us after seeing our van drive past in their local community, and he invited us to just come on over and stay, and what we found was super inspiring and super interesting, and we asked if he'd be up for sharing his story with us. And so tune in in the next couple weeks, and that episode will be out. Rewilding Parenthood was produced by Afuera Vida, editing by Mercedes Riva, and music by Tomas Tiret. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe however you get your podcasts, and check us out either online at afueravida.com or on Instagram at afueravida. That's A-F-F-U-E-R-A-V-I-D-A.